Today on The Good Word, we'll talk about being on fire, but in a good way. You've probably heard the expression, a trial by fire, which sounds pretty dangerous. Or in a more positive sense, someone being on fire about some new thing they're enthusiastically sharing with everyone, usually something they want you to buy. In the New Testament, we get a different take on fire, being baptized in it. Baptized in water is pretty clearly to be taken literally, but what does a baptism of fire mean? In Matthew 3, we hear John the Baptist speak of it for the first time. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. We know that a literal baptism by water is a symbolic cleansing, a death and resurrection, as beginning a new life. But what is the symbolism of receiving the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit, something that John couldn't give, but only Jesus could? Elder Robert D. Hales taught us about what that experience can mean. I wish to speak on the ordinance of baptism and receiving the Holy Ghost, which takes us out of this world and into the kingdom of God. There is a familiar phrase, to be in the world but not of the world. Jesus taught, my kingdom is not of this world. Being of the kingdom of God requires that we heed the Savior's admonition, follow thou me. At baptism, we make a covenant with our Heavenly Father that we are willing to come into His kingdom and keep His commandments from that time forward, even though we still live in the world. We covenant that we are willing to take upon ourselves the name of Jesus Christ and always remember Him. For the gate by which He should enter is repentance and baptism by water, and then come a remission of your sins by fire and the Holy Ghost. And then are ye in a straight and narrow path which leads to eternal life. The gift of the Holy Ghost gives us the ability to discern the difference between the giving ways of the kingdom and the taking practices of the world. The Holy Ghost gives us the strength and courage to conduct our lives in ways of the kingdom of God and is the source of our testimony of the Father and the Son. As we obey the will of our Father in heaven, this priceless gift of the Holy Ghost will be with us continually. We need the Holy Ghost as our constant companion to help us make better choices in the decisions that confront us daily. The scriptures confirm that truly converted do more than just forsake the enticements of the world. They love God and their fellow men. Their minds and hearts are centered on the Savior's atoning sacrifice. Worldly power and possessions lost their former significance. By choosing to be in His kingdom, we separate not isolate ourselves from the world. We will follow the example of Jesus Christ in the way we treat others. We'll be examples of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. We'll receive a mighty change in our hearts that we have no more disposition to do evil but to do good continually. We've often heard in the world, but not of the world. I like how Elder Hales talks about being in the kingdom and of the kingdom. Sometimes that change can seem immediate and dramatic, but most often it's a gradual change of heart and mind that happens over a lifetime. Our baptism by water cleanses us symbolically of our past and sets our feet on the path home. The baptism of the Holy Ghost infuses us with a spiritual fire that leads us along that path, changing our very thoughts and feelings making us a new creature 
in Christ. And that's the good word.